0: Hi everyone. Welcome to the It's So Weird podcast. Today, Marcy and I will be discussing purpose. What is our purpose in life? What are anecdotal stories to the purpose of life? Our thoughts on theory and philosophy. Again, we're not experts. These are our opinions on the purpose of life. Thanks so much for listening. (laughs) and just so
1: we can note it's only like five after 11 which is yeah we're right on target yeah yeah I think we're good let me get my legs I can't hardly lift my legs up what did you do I I had a really intense workout at the orange theory last night nice yeah yeah it felt really good I knew I was going to be really sore uh today it has literally been years since I've been this sore.
0: Wow. Anyway, yeah. Is that normal? Um, no,
1: I, yes. I mean, after you get used to working out, then you're not very sore. And yesterday I took a, you know, basically all week off last week, you know, Tuesday on, didn't do much of anything and um, then really, really pushed it last night.
0: So, so did you do a different... Type of exercise that work different muscles.
1: No, we just uh, so what I like about Orange Theory and um is and and this is like the ideal way of doing things. Um, and it's it's how I train. It's just not usually how I make myself work out, which is why I go to Orange Theory. Right, is I uh, it changes every time. So, yesterday was a what what you would call an ESP day, which is. Um, working on endurance speed and power and so basically I spent a lot of time in sort of the um, 90% range like uh, you know pushing it about as hard as I could push it and um, yeah yeah a got- little clock
0: or a digital, there's a lady. Oh, There's a lady. <laughs> I was hoping it'd be more technical than that. Um, so, like you could see the bar going up like you know, a little okay. digital bar.
1: So you would love this <laughs> part of their concept. What makes it so popular with people is, you know, we're all into tech, you know, everybody's into tech. So what they do is, oh, that looks delicious. Um, they, they try to sell you a heart rate monitor. And, um, you, yeah, so you get your, your heart rate monitor and then you are up on the leaderboard. So they have Mm -hmm. a television screen and you can use your real name or you can use some made up name or, or whatever. An avatar name. Yes, absolutely. And it, uh, it shows, you know, where you're at. If you're in the 70% zone, the 80% zone, the 90% zone, like, I don't need that. <laughs> like, I know when, when I'm in my 90%, I, I know it. I because don't need you know it. your body. Right. Right. And, um, but it is very effective because it gets people to compete with themselves. It gets people to compete with other people, you know, consciously or subconsciously. No, of um, course they would. And, and I would. yeah. And it, it allows the instructor to be able to monitor people and, you know, either encourage people to push harder or back it off a little bit, you know, whatever. I've never ever asked them, heard them ask somebody to back it off a little bit. You know, I'll look up at the leaderboard occasionally and see some people like in the 97 percentile, and I might look over and think, "Oh Lord, my CPR might have to come into play today." <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you think that they know them, and that's why they allow it to go there, or do you think that um, they I think- know that they're not going to be able to keep that level up?
1: I think that they know they're not going to be able to keep that level up. I do have every confidence in their training. I do. I, 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 I have every confidence that, um, they care about their people and that if they see something they're concerned about, they will do something about it. So, but anyway, yesterday was I haven't ran seven miles an hour in, I don't know, like two or three years. And I did that not for a long time, but it was, yeah, I really, I really, but it's not a long time. I, I think that, so we were basically asked to um, do it in intervals. So I think my total time of doing it um, was about seven or eight minutes and, and it's actually, it's, it's, it's highly effective training. I mean, it is, you know, push as hard as you can and then give yourself an active recovery. So walk and then, you know, a minute later, 30 seconds later, push as hard as you can and then active recovery. It is a, it's, it's a really effective training tool. So yeah, it sounds healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, good old PD a few weeks ago, uh, said to me, you know, I really would like to see you run faster than five miles an hour. And I was like, fuck you, (laughs) 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 like, fuck you, you know, it's the old cliche: <laughs> shit in one hand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, I was like, you know, I keep, have no uh, idea. I'm keep terrible. your eyes on your own leaderboard. And he was just like, "All right, you know." And that, that kind of got into my head because, yeah, I wasn't really pushing myself. And running is what I like the absolute least. So yeah,
0: yeah. Anyway, I-
1: if it keeps hurting, my friend Dana, um, who we need to get. On our podcast, she's a terrific lady, and she's working on an, an interesting blog. But anyway, she has been encouraging
0: me to take ice baths with her. Yes, and I've heard that they're. It's it is. I used inc- to do it all the time as a kid. What I would do at a hotel, you know, when I was on yeah. a vacation with my parents or my grandma, I would get in the hot tub, get really, really steaming hot, and yeah. then get out run into the pool, jump into the pool. Yes. Like an ice bath. It it, it was invigorating. We would do that for hours.
1: This is a literal, I'll send you the video that she sent me of her doing this a couple of weeks ago. She
0: has
1: has a tub Uh -uh. um, on her back patio. And you know, so right now it's like 30 degrees outside. She puts ice in this tub along with water and yeah, it is. It's, it, it's great for your muscles. It's great for your joints. I mean, professional athletes use it. It's, it is, I just, you know, me like, what do I miss in life? I miss a really hot bath. And so the, yeah, I like hot bath. cold bath, not very
0: appealing to me. No, as a kid, I would, I was fine, but yeah. I, as an adult, given my situation, yeah. no, no, thank you. No. Yeah. Yeah. Any amount of cold these days will instantly like make my yeah. muscles and my gut
1: well my my body most definitely reacted like I started my period this morning, which is like almost a week early and so, and I knew last night that like my body was going to react to this this uh, stimulus that I had so anyway, I can't hardly raise my legs up. Like I almost could not get in and out of bed last night. And so the best thing I can do is later today, um, go in, and, um, yeah, how do you uh, fix
0: that? Uh, run. Oh, so you, yeah. you re-exercise your body Yes. To so the same yeah. movements you were doing yeah. before. But, so it stretches but, them out.
1: Yeah. Not at the same intensity level. So right, of I will, I, I will get a, a, half an hour of running in today and then some yoga and,
0: and um, when you mean running, do you mean down the street running? Oh, or? hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just know. imagine you so, running through town
1: so waving is, at I, everybody. You know, um, you know, I know plenty of people that run outside and most people would rather run outside. Most people that are runners would rather run outside than run on a treadmill.
0: Yeah. I
1: will only run outside in my, um, you know, that line from the movie Miss Congeniality of what's the perfect day. Well, the perfect day is April 24th when all you need is a light cardigan and it's 60 right. degrees outside. So that's, that's the me. perfect day. That's that's me running. So I run about two times a year outside. And that's when my girlfriends, they know when it's a perfect day and they'll start texting me and they'll be like, all right, today's the day you have to run up. But I like to run on the treadmill because there's a place to hold my water. I can listen to music. I also need to watch television. There are other people around me and it is always 68 degrees in the gym. And so that's where I run.
0: Yeah, Indiana's a huge negative as far as that. We are water rich, so we have beautiful creeks, mm-hmm. streams, rivers, et cetera, et cetera. But as far as our weather, yep. it, there's only I believe a couple of months that we have that type of perfect Colorado, oh Californian yeah. weather. It it does it <sighs> impact our um, yes mental health yeah. as well as our our oh, physical. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, it's I, it's
0: nice to be pretty when it's 74 degrees out all the time and sunny. It it, it really it truly
1: is. <laughs> I've been planning my Montana vacation for August uh, when it will be about 75 degrees there. And I, I am just, I'm so looking forward to as good you know, as it, it's just going to be beautiful. You're
0: going to fall in love. You're going to come back. sell everything. (laughs) You know what? (laughs)
1: Typically when I go on vacation, I come back re-energized about my life
0: here. It's good. And that's, let's mention that the topic or subject of the day purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I went down a long, long rabbit hole with that. Yeah. So yeah. When you come back from Montana, you, you think you'll be refocused and
1: um, I hope so. Or appreciate. Um, I hope so. The last, so this past year and this past year, you know, 2020 different, you know, yeah, it,
0: it's, it's Apple store. It,
1: de- it is definitely a line in the sand for everybody. But both times that I came back from vacation, I did not come back with the feeling of I'm ready to dig back in and do this. So hopefully that was part of the pandemic. Um, (laughs) you think i I think it's a fact yes i don't think it's a also something that i want to touch on with purpose is how your feelings about purpose change
0: through your life as you age hell it changes minute by minute for me One moment, I'm like, I have purpose and the next. I'm like, holy fuck, what are we doing here?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, I've, I've never really had the feelings of, you know, I'm, I, I'm a pimple on the ass of God, or I, I hear people say that, or I'm just, a speck. you know, I, I, I've never really like had those thoughts, but most definitely my perspective on purpose has changed as I've gotten older. And I think that ha- it's changed in a in a really positive
0: way. I think that's so. pretty normal. I would hope so. I, I would, would hope so. you would reevaluate your purpose what you know my theory every day um like uh, to to in some shape or form, like not to the point of you know never <laughs> 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 was like all right, what, what am I going to do today? I visualize it. Yes. Basically wow. I visualize my day. That's why if anything interrupts it, it kind of gives me a hiccup of irritation. Interesting, And then I have to reevaluate that
1: because. Interesting. Because that is not how I approach my life at all. <laughs> I know. <I'm> such <laughs> an know odd that. duck. You know that. I know I'm so odd. Um, Uh, I I
0: think we're both odd.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure
0: some people could relate to me and then others could relate definitely to you. Uh, I,
1: I think that more people would relate to your your line of thinking of being organized and getting things done and having an agenda. I kind of see something at the end and then I just sort of roll along into like <laughs> just <hoping you> push <laughs> the
0: pebble down the right path
1: sometimes no sometimes last night was, is, a, is a fantastic for instance of this with um the the building project so you know I'm in the middle of this you know we're we're at the end of demolition the architect turned in the drawings for the remodel Yay. last finally. week yes, yes. finally and and then last friday um so last week i fired a furnace guy hired a furnace guy and then now have a third furnace guy <clears throat> anyway uh a challenge and, right it, it, and do you it, have p- furnace challenges oh w- yeah so we're gonna have to completely take we're gonna have to replace everything
0: you're gonna have to get it every is, every yes yeah uh, i kind of thought yeah i don't know so, being so that- we, we had touched
1: building you know on the cigarette smoke. So
0: yeah, well yeah yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. let's be so, honest so, it does the, come down to tar.
1: Yes. So so the cost, the the cost of cleaning everything um, was like $36,000. The cost of replacing everything is like 40.
0: So yeah, it's I'm a, just getting there. It's an easy math situation. Yeah. It,
1: it was an easy math um, situation. But anyway, you know, I'm just kind of rolling along through this and I'm thinking, okay, well, the furnace guy, and then I have like some general, like, we're going to deal with the electrical we're going to deal with the plumbing. And, and my buddy, Caleb, that has been doing the demolition that is in landscaping. Okay. Construction is not his profession. He is. right. Helping, he's a jack of many trades. Yeah. He's helping me because he is, it's a slow work time for him. So it allows him to continue to work and earn, which is, you know, paramount for him. He is an incredibly driven worker. Last week, I'd kind of left it with him. We talked and demolition's almost done. And so I'm thinking, uh, you know, he and I are talking and, and we're just about to the end of our little adventure on this. And then he comes into the office yesterday afternoon. Clearly, he has been thinking all weekend about my purpose. <laughs> what? <laughs> and,
0: That's fa- that. And, I always find that fascinating, and that. Uh, um, yeah, has, I never do that for he, anybody. He I has, don't. Well, it, it's, it's kind purpose. of
1: it's, it's 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 you know he has taken some ownership of this project, and he has he has more to contribute. And so, um, after about an hour, I have this. I have a full page of things. Um, that need to be addressed, need to be done. Um, things that you know he is going to do. Things that I need to find out about. So, and and it was just, it was a very interesting conversation because thinking about purpose, he clearly is someone that can't really go on without an immediate purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's a, it's extremely important for a lot of it, people. And I, it, it is. And for some people it's, it's not. And, and I am so grateful that he has, you know, decided that this is something that he wants to, you know, give him purpose in his life because, and, and I mean, when I say that, I mean, just for like a few weeks, because, you know, clearly he is putting A great deal of thought into what needs to be done and is helping me, you know, stay organized and guiding me, even though this is not his baby at all. And, and, and I actually have a general contractor. So now it becomes an issue. The general contractor has been doing this for 30 years and, is not as driven as caleb <laughs> is he's a good guy he's a great guy um but he's not i as know driven. i know
0: right <laughs> and and it sounds like caleb is passionate about this project whereas with the contractor it's just another job just another
1: job yeah and so you know sort of negotiating between the two so Ooh, that that's how yeah, and and you know actually so far it hasn't been like i've been very honest with the contractor about sort of the situation with Caleb um, in that, you know, Caleb has been very dedicated to the club and it ha- has helped me with many things over the years. And if he says he can handle something, I trust him because if he can't, he says, I can't. Right. And he has Humility. Yes, he does. He, he don't tell him that. is that a bad thing thank god he never listens to this podcast because (laughs) i sure would not want him to know what i'm saying right now
0: Well, you already broke the golden rule. You said his name. I said his name. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we agree at the very beginning of this after a couple of podcasts, we we're like, no names, no more names, no um, more names. Anyway, no, anyway, I problem. thought
1: that was the, the least confusing way to just use his name. But, but anyway, purpose. Yeah, it is. We need it. I get frustrated with people and myself um, included when we don't have it and you know I guess today we're going to talk about why do we need it well do we get it from because it is uh a point that you brought out in the notes was be careful who
0: you trust it, it's not just about trust it's about um we, okay yeah where do we get it my father when he was dying asked me that poignant question of what is our purpose and i was a little bit confused by it because i always felt like he um knew what his purpose was that he wasn't confused about his purpose in life or you know that deeper question not just what am i going what am i going to do today we're talking philosophically of A very complicated question that has been addressed for thousands of years, and when you go on the internet, Mm -hmm. I I can't tell you how many books there are on this subject, and nobody solved it because there wouldn't be so many books throughout the years. I've never even thought about going on the internet
1: to ask for a purpose. I mean, I just no. I go on the internet
0: to look for books that are self help books. Oh, for so what? It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, I, it, it, it's it's a billion dollar industry, Marcy. We it should it write is. a book. <laughs> just, <laughs> just throw literally. it out there. Just throw it out even there. Sell I, five million copies. We probably still make money.
1: I don't, but, but, you know, that's, that's self-help is an interesting sort of concept. I mean, I go to therapy. That's self-help. It is self-help and it has helped myself a lot. Um,
0: (laughs) Helped others. It's not just self-help though. I, that's where I think the word is uh, not very accurate because when you help yourself, you help others. Yes. I, I, I've oh. been watching a lot of RuPaul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you watched RuPaul? I, I haven't. The yeah. drag race? Oh, yes. I love I, it. I haven't. I got addicted. Either way, I don't want it, I'm not promoting any, you know,
1: sure. either
0: way, he says at the end, if, if you cannot love yourself, how can you love others? Interesting, because that Every is- Every single episode, he says that.
1: Well, that is something my therapist says to me all the time. She says, <laughs> Marcy- you do not talk very nice to yourself.
0: Oh you do yeah, not. I'm a terrible person and, to myself.
1: And, and I say, no, I do. I tell myself I have great eyelashes and I tell myself my teeth are good. And she's like, no, when it comes to the important stuff, like loving yourself, you need you need to do that. And I do think that that is incredibly true because I have over the past year really learned to love myself again and to really be okay with who I am. So far, the goal of, of therapy was to help me learn to open up and learn to be more intimate, just, just like the purpose of, of the podcast. I'm, I talk and interact with people all the time, but I'm not intimate or open with people um generally and so that that was the purpose of it and uh she believes that it stems from lack of self love and
0: i believe- Really? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. you're just a really private person. Well, i am just a really private person. I am too. Um i am just That's a- why i find it fascinating on these drag race shows that they they put a lot of merit in the person they select at the end if they've shared something very personal about their lives. Yes and i don't get it i don't Um, i guess i don't understand why that is so important to be filmed or shared to the greater public and i'm not criticizing the show obviously i've fallen in love with it and binged watched it for the last two days but don't but- you
1: think that makes you feel good when you you've been able to share something that I mean and I'm not talking necessarily with the world and and this kind of goes back to how my purpose in life has changed I used to take on really big insurmountable projects. That was my purpose. I am damn it. I'm going to open up a health club in the fattest County in the fattest state of America. And it's going to be successful. That was a big driver for me for 10 years. And I did that would be, you know, I'm going to, um, be part of, uh, bringing a trail system to a area in Indiana that is deeply vehemently opposed to it. Great. Now my purpose is genuinely, and, and I would, I said that I did these things to help people. I'm going to use some air quotes. There. <laughs> Lots of people. Um, now that has really changed over the last five or six years. My purpose has really changed and I am much more interested in how can I open up and connect and genuinely impact one person.
0: Oh yeah, I tried and, to do and, that and the, and that's every interaction. I,
1: well, I actively avoided those oh. kinds of things. Yeah, because I mean, sure, I wanted people to be better people and I wanted people to like me and I wanted people to respect me and maybe be even the idea of someone uh, looking up to me or being inspired by me, I found very laughable, but
0: you didn't uh, view yourself as a mentor. Oh hell no. I know me. Yeah, and, and that's why <laughs> that's let's why. Bring, let me redrive this point back. Um, purpose in the greater sense is you also have to be flexible. Yes. Because I flexible. you change roles as you yes. okay, you're a child, you're a teenager, you're a young adult, all those different ages had different purposes and mm-hmm. roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I don't, I think we resist more and more the older we get because we seem to be a lot more flexible when we're children. Oh, uh, well, absolutely.
1: As and far and part place- of it is because maybe you, well, people invest in you when you're younger, you know, in big ways. Um, and you notice it and you're you're, you're, You're a child. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, um, and you also have a lot of energy and your mind is more flexible and you haven't, um, maybe been beaten down by reality a bazillion times. And as we get older, that, that sort of praise or belief, um, sometimes fades, um, we don't get it as often as we need it. We also don't always give it. I, I, I am lucky and I try to remind myself of this that people do give me encouragement. You know, I'm almost 50 years old and, um, you know, I still need encouragement. I still need to be told, you know what, Marcy, I admire what you're doing. I think that you're doing a good job because a lot of times, what I hear is, and this is greatly a result of of my lack of organization and general drive, is what the fuck are you doing, Marcy? <laughs> you <know?
0: laughs> yeah, I guess I kind of look going back different. to the
1: conversation with Caleb yesterday of like, are you going to get this done or not? <laughs> like, correct if you're gonna get this done, you- I always
0: visualize that I. I fortunately was also like you. I had a ton of encouragement. I never had my parents say no ever to anything I wanted to do. They pretty much knew that if I'd put my mind to it, I was going to get it done. So they would gauge my passion level, (laughs) so to speak. Yeah. (laughs) To see how passionate I was. And if I was passionate, they knew I would do it.
1: Yes. That's, that's kind of, my parents very often said no to me. I also visualize
0: things,
1: but that they, there's- They also knew I was driven.
0: Yeah, well, I also visualize that I have no one to tell me that anymore. That if, if I'm in circumstances where I lose all that, yeah, you have to be your own- that I, and you I know, think that's where it goes back to the loving yourself. I And I'm not being preachy. I fail on this all the time. So it, it, it's easier said than done. It is.
1: It is. And I, I perceive you as having a great deal of self-love. Um, <laughs>
0: that's uh, awful. <laughs> I even made the sound of I, that.
1: I, I, I see that.
0: Um, but I have a lot of, uh, I view every person that way. Like, uh, unless I know their background, I already assumed that maybe they've had a had a, either a good life or a bad life. Like they're neutral in yeah. that situation, so I try to treat everyone the same way. But we're kind of getting off subject. Of, yeah, I guess that's where a lot of people go to is how can I help someone? Like how can I help? Improve? Thank God. <sighs> and I think it's a dangerous road to go down. Sometimes it is because you some you know you can't want
1: it more than the person wants right you, you cannot let someone else's dream become your purpose but, although you
0: just gave the situation or example of caleb, caleb. Um, yeah. um but it's also very temporary Ex- exactly everybody exactly. always thinks exactly. that it's going to be forever for no. whatever reason oh. or at least the people i talk to seem to think in those terms where I I tend to think, this isn't going to last very long, so you better enjoy it. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, well, you know, um, we like to romanticize, I think, purpose um, and, and that's, you know, we think of, you know, people that are doctors or nurses or, you know, teachers and, and you know, this was their career. And, and like me, you know, in fitness, it's my, you know, it is somewhat my purpose. It is what I'll be doing for the rest of my life. But I also recognize I'm making that choice. And, you know, I really, the last two, three years, my life has changed and I have really reevaluated my purpose. Um, you know, I finished a five year trail project, my business became successful um and somewhat predictable and i like unpredictability my kids grew up and moved out and i got divorced and um <laughs> do you think you can change
0: <laughs> right anything so, else you want to change in, la- in the last 6 <laughs>
1: months right i mean and, and well that's been the last 2 years and and um so i've started to reevaluate my purpose because essentially my to-do list was to done um, everything that I had set out to accomplish, thankfully, was completed, and
0: wow. I needed.
1: I, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I know. I'm so lucky because that does not happen to everybody.
0: But it's so um, temporary. Again, let me drive that home. You think you're done? You you really do. You think you're done? That you you found your purpose. You're on your yeah, road. You're on and your then, path. Oh, and then you get it. Um. Well, and that that and that then really, get life. Yeah. I
1: I really had I was so into the getting it done part of it for 20 years that when it was and I did, you know, I think that's out. very
0: practical though. I think yes. you were a responsible parent. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's what you do when you have but children. It, but it was my purpose. And and you know, with my kids yeah. from day
1: one, I wanted to see them grow up and be Good productive human beings. That was my purpose. My purpose was not to hold a baby forever, even though they're super cute and cuddly, they're also <laughs> a huge pain in the ass. And, you know, I really wanted to see my kids grow up and, and be successful adults. And so I can check that off. They are successful adults. And so my purpose there was done. And, and like, like I said, with my business, there were so many naysayers, when I got into this, um, you know, my ex-husband, my parents were not at all thrilled that I was doing, this, but I,
0: yeah, when I started, <laughs> because I left out... a successful well, career. You know? this, I started studying Tibetan history, correct? Yes. And my dad was like, can't you just stay can't as just a designer I mean, yeah. for a little while longer? Don't you think this is an unwise decision? Oh, yeah. That there's no future to make money. Right. Um, yeah, I get it. Yeah. People are afraid for you. That means they love you. They exactly, but, but, you know, I,
1: you know, that, that was my purpose. and And now that all of those purposes were done, I've had to reevaluate. Do I want to continue to make
0: fitness my purpose? And well, let's drive this home. Yeah. Let's drive this home also that you had a lot of naysayers. But you trusted yourself that you were making the the right decisions for yourself. Yes. And I find that a lot of people, if they have criticism or negativity towards something that they want to go do, they just back down and take a safer road. And they tend to regret that because they, you know, you look back in your life and I've... Done several things I've not, I've regretted not doing.
1: And, and that's kind of when it comes to purpose, that is what really pulls at my heartstrings. I mean, I encourage people to do all kinds of crazy things that are not necessarily going to make them money. For instance, I have a couple of, of friends that I encourage constantly to, um, volunteer and coach a sports team or volunteer and get involved in theater because I think that they're missing a passion in their life and it's something that they have a passion for and um, they kind of you know um, phone it in they kind of just go through life and you know I'm lazy I don't do any things I don't you know I don't feel deeply connected to anything and, and that's when I say find something to connect to, you know, find a purpose, find something that's- that's I I look at it as throwing
0: spaghetti against the wall. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that can work. If you don't, I- I,
1: Try a lot of
0: different things. Unfortunately, I've never had this problem. So, I mean, in the greater sense of give me something to do, I don't have a problem no, finding a no, uh, purpose and doing something. Yes,
1: you are highly self-motivated. I'm um,
0: highly self-motivated to the point of stupidity of, I don't like other people telling me what to do most of the time, which is, uh, I'm. you know, you have to work on that. If you're highly, highly motivated, then you have to kind of back off. I think it's a balance. I think that's why people have these, You know, I gave you a whole list of books, of self-help books, and they range from Christianity to secular, which means just an everyday journalist, Mm -hmm. or, you know, they don't even have truly a degree in psychology or sociology. Most of the the books I gave you, they do. But either way, there's always steps. Every single book. So I saw Holy this crap
1: driven life by by Rick Warren, you know, which came oh. out what like two thousand and five, and people are yeah, still. It was uh, let's forty-two be accurate. steps, forty-two freaking steps. I mean, yeah, he has a lot of steps. He does. Those are a lot of steps, and. <laughs> Um, that is something that, that does not appeal to me at all. Like yeah, I, the purpose, I, I'm a wait. firm believer in kiss, keep it simple, stupid.
0: Well, well, we'll wait a second. Okay. So we're talking about just to be clear, Rick Warren, the purpose driven life. What on earth am I here for? 1997, 1997. Okay. 1997. He has a 42 step program. 42 steps. And it's so. So do you do you think? And this this
1: is me. I've not read the book, but I have read another really important book that involves
0: the number forty two. I don't know. I that is
1: I, Douglas. Adam. Numerology
0: people love <laughs> their numerology. Brad and I were just talking about that the other day. They love the numerology. When I went to look up um, a passage that Rick Warren gives you in the second chapter. The second step, it's Isaiah 44, colon two. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Um, That's a a Bible verse. Sure.
1: Well, anyway, the number 42 is the meaning of life in the Douglas Adams book, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh,
0: of course it would be. (laughs) he was a really intelligent writer he really you know what he was very well read and that's where it comes yeah i read that that
1: book when i had my appendicitis and that was back in the day when they gave you like a five inch scar and say the book again um douglas adams the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy so um i i don't know when it was written i've
0: got it right here but um i found it so hilarious i thought it was written in the 90s I think I can look it up on the uh, internet. No, right I'm now. looking 1986. 1986. So yeah. So I read it in 1992
1: after yeah, I was recovering from my appendicitis surgery and laughed so hard I popped a stitch out and they had to sew me back up. I know he's hilarious and brilliant and really, you know, um i don't know if anybody else would call him a
0: philosopher but i do oh he's a philosopher <laughs> he's a very creative one uh, very i do creative. believe he has a lot of nuggets in there oh yeah that it would pertain to that's where it's odd it's 2020 and he mm-hmm. wrote it in 86 and mm-hmm. you can read it today and it still is as effective and doesn't seem to be dated
1: no, it doesn't. And in fact, I may start reading it again. <laughs> they
0: might even call it a classic in the future. Um,
1: in the near future. Um, so I've been speaking of self-help books um, and purpose in life. I was recommended by a couple of my male friends. I, I don't know if you get, um, I know your face. You're like, what? <laughs> so um, yes, dudes read books. <laughs> <laughs> dudes read books. Okay. Good. And um, the the book that I have been reading, hang on, I'm going to grab it real quick. Yeah,
0: go for it. It's,
1: um, it is on the new, right now it's on the
0: New York Times bestseller list. Um, it, they all are. What, what is this? I see it everywhere plastered against every title. Yes. New York seller list.
1: Um, Okay, well, Joe Rogan recommends this book, um, written by a gentleman named David Grogan. He uh, had a terrible childhood. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, he was um, in the U.S. Armed Forces, uh, you know, um, then got out of the Armed Forces, basically, uh, you know, came back to not having a purpose in his life you know, uh, became overweight, uh, depressed, blah, blah, blah. And then he, um, oh, I'm sorry, I misspoke. He he was, as a youth, depressed, overweight, on drugs, and then transformed his life and got into the military, became a Navy SEAL, an Army Ranger, and so on. And his book is called Can't Hurt Me. And basically, it is master your mind and defy the odds. So it's very extreme sort of um, and these are the kind of things that guys read. And- I was
0: gonna say this guy is very popular with men. He's yeah. very driven. He is very military about his,
1: Oh, absolutely. He's absolutely. very focused.
0: So, so, so I, think that,
1: would get I think I think that. that Douglas Adams will make a nice little gear shift for me <laughs> because I started reading his book and, and part of it is I'm constantly struggling with motivation. You know if you don't you know what what is the same if if you don't take any action then your dreams just stay dreams and i i do constantly struggle with staying motivated especially to um exercise um my my life story you know david grogan's life story is all about hard work and accomplishing things again, my life story is more about just kind of rolling through and things get done anyway, (laughs) somehow, some way, maybe not the most efficient way, but they get done. And I, I, I'd like to keep a balance. I don't ever want to become, you know, obsessed. Like I definitely don't want to take on
0: David Grogan's philosophy. I I was going to, you, you hear me being quiet <laughs> I just I, I wouldn't yeah right. I, I never signed up for the army I would never sign up for the army it is way too much that type of closed system for me and and this is what I want to make you know really clear is this is why there are so many self-help books right because, because people kind of apps. do this way they do this thing where if it connects to them mm-hmm. then they glum onto it Mm -hmm. and and you were discussing that connection that word that keeps on coming up
1: purpose and and purpose is most everyone wants to be a part of something I think so going back to Caleb unless you're a hermit like he wants to be a part of this he doesn't want to be this he doesn't doesn't want my job but he wants to be a part of this and you know, and I've encountered that many times over the years. That that, as you said, you know, people will take on something that I'm working on for a short time. Like I'm going to help you get to here, Marcy, and then you got to take it the rest of the way, or some you're going to have to get somebody else to carry that bucket of water the the next mile. Um, you know, so so there are different levels of purposefulness. You know, some people have a purpose that is a lifetime driving goal. And, you know, kudos to them, you know, and I guess kudos to me because I seem to have uh, chosen that path. But then, you know, some people, just like you said, they glom on to different things. And I think both of these avenues are important.
0: I I think think they're important too, but I think that the instinct is to glom on, glom on, and then not to... Evaluate what you've glummed onto. Ooh, Let's change true. the word. What you've become attached to is true. I prefer that word true. of that idea. Yes, um, and then yeah. to just automatically fall into it as if it's going to save your life and give um, you purpose. I think a
1: perfect example of this are our um, little sex in our political parties. You know, <laughs> folks have. Become, <laughs> what you, I
0: start identifying as a. Uh, and- larger
1: group yes and then they you allow yourself to get backed into a corner because this is your group this is your purpose and you committed to helping this group accomplish xyz and you forget that you need to reevaluate things you need how about do research
0: well like i've done a lifetime
1: But, oh, research is so tough these days. (laughs) (laughs) It's not tough at all. What are you Well, You're being sarcastic? um, A little bit, yes and no. If if you are, so you come from the academia. So you are accustomed to doing research and finding sources and um, determining whether or not you can trust a source. Um, I'm I'm always very skeptical the average citizen has no idea how to do that now because for years they trusted ABC News and then they trusted Fox News and then they trusted CNN News and then you know Facebook and they don't ever question where do their news sources get their information from? What is their news sources' agenda? And then they never examine the other side of it. Yeah, and- I try to
0: go back if I can because the internet is so resourceful. You can go back to the whole clip mm-hmm. that, you know, they use a lot of sound bites. So it's yes, 30 seconds that- of a sentence or two. Yeah, and, and then out of all context- the text.
1: And and that's all that a lot of people that and they call that research. And and so yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> this research, right? Yeah,
1: they they call that research. That's their source that they cite. And um, you know, that that's where it does get tricky with a purpose of, you know, you've attached yourself to a cause, um, recycling. I am a lifelong recycler. I I can't see me. It's compulsive, like I, I am compulsive about my recycling. Um, however, I also know that it is not gonna save the environment, that it is not very efficient. The most yeah, efficient, I would say the material the most efficient thing to do is to reuse, but yes. because I attached myself as a, as a child to recycling, it is, as I said, it's a compulsive action. And I, you know, sometimes I do better. sometimes I, you know, do worse. There, you know, there have been times in my life, and I know that you just went through this with your water purification system. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. I, I can hear. taste it. Um, I love your water. It's delicious. But but you went out and bought glass bottles with caps so that when <laughs> people, you know, when when you and your guest, need to take a bottle of water with them. You take a bottle of water and you reuse it. And then, you know, this dirty little secret about me that currently I I am in recovery, but I was addicted to a certain type of carbonated flavored water.
0: Hey, is Are you in recovery? Is that I, what you call I, it?
1: I, I yeah. Was recovery. it bad for you? Um, it is very, it was filled with aspartame. Um, okay. I was creating... Yeah five up to five empty plastic bottles a day and yeah i mean i was going to the recycling center every week to drop off my plastic bottles i haven't been
0: in two months now. that was a mindful choice on my part yes not everybody it, has the resources to do it although well uh, god damn it really all you need
1: is a cup or a water a, a bottle with a goddamn lid on it and the ability to wash it and and that's all that it takes. But becoming mindful enough and, and I
0: don't to know. bring that bottle of water with you every time. Yes, plus yes. glass okay. This is the only detriment to glass is it that breaks. it breaks. <laughs> so well,
1: while I haven't returned the bottle that you gave me, I haven't broken it either.
0: Oh, I'm not worried about that. I know as not. soon as I gave it to you, it's gone. I know, I know. <laughs> it's no longer mine. Perhaps I enjoy doing that. I I gather things and then I just give them away because it's again that's a choice. Um, I became really mindful. I you know I walk around the block. I look at my neighborhood. I like to look at architecture. My neighborhood Mm -hmm. and um, what I saw and still see, which I we'll discuss later hey loki. loki um all right pause for two seconds so okay. i'm gonna edit this because obviously okay pause do not let me forget what we're talking about
1: i forgot already <laughs> <laughs> No. we're talking about the architecture of your neighborhood yes the plastic and we're not literally going to pause because that's when we have to end it and start it all over again we're just going to let it run
0: oh no no we're going to let it run okay. as long as it's silent it, then it's really easy to find an auditory
1: oh well then i guess i'll do the same thing
0: yeah i need to get some more water oh thank you for i'm so glad that we're but doing- i think we should continue on this this could be a two-parter okay because it's twelve oh two now, so we've Are already gone. Kidding? I'm sorry. It's really noon. All right, let's take a pause.
1: So well, thanks for listening, guys. This has been Christian Marcy. It's so weird podcast. You can uh, like us on Facebook, you can follow us on Instagram at Barks Loudly. You can listen to us on Spotify, on Google Play, on iTunes, on Stitcher,
0: and did I forget anything, Christine? Nope. All right. Oh, YouTube. So. Well, yeah, that helps. Yep. Yeah, but those are a little bit behind. I've been working on uh, posting YouTube videos to our older podcasts oh, just great. so that you Thank can kind of look at something visual. I uh, like to look at things. Yeah, and listen to the podcast. So uh, cool! It's a weird YouTube podcast. It's all one word. Yep. and and we are recording
1: this week on Tuesday. Um, that's going to be our new day. So we'll start putting them
0: out on Wednesdays. I believe so. All so right, we soon. are we are redirecting and adapting to yes. different situations, which I believe. I know we're saying goodbye, but redirect. If something pops up that isn't within your plans, just redirect. Just redirect. It it doesn't have to be permanent. That's all right.
1: That's all right. All right. Well, have a great week, everybody. Thank you, everyone. See you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye.